0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Good morning. It is the Feast of the Transfiguration of our Lord, where he was transfigured up on that majestic mountain Mount Tabor in the Holy Land it's a mountain in the middle of a valley that just jets up really high and beautiful Um, and this feast doesn't always come around on a Sunday so it's kind of a little pivot it's a shift for us so we get to celebrate it on Sunday because August 6th is always that feast the transfiguration of the Lord Have you and maybe you haven't but have you experienced, in your life those of us us being Christians striving to understand and to embrace a Christian worldview? Have you experienced or maybe felt or sensed, in a way, in our time, a certain degree of polarization? And what I mean by polarization is not so much that there's really a lot of dialogue, but it oftentimes a lot of monologues, people talking over each other and not listening and not taking a sense to understand, but that's what I mean by like a a type of polarization. Something that can be very human and can kind of almost get out of control in a way. We see it in the life of the apostles. We know that they were walking and journeying in places and they got in arguments over James and John having their mom go ask if they could sit at the right and left of Jesus in his kingdom and they all argued. Jesus at times would turn to his apostles and say, what are you speaking about along the way? And he'd take a child and put a child in this place. You must become like a little child. Jesus, in the time of Jesus, there were moments of polarization between religious leaders. There was moments when they wanted to cast him over the bluff. What is the answer for our time and all times? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever as we read in the Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 13, verse eight. Let's take a look at it. It says in Hebrews chapter 13, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange things teaching. Lord, it is good that we are here. It is good that we are here. What brought us here is at some moment, either this morning or yesterday, you sense a call in your heart and you are called to this mountaintop experience. It's good that we're here. I don't know about you walking up, seeing those Crate and myrtles all full bloom. They're beautiful. It's God speaking to us through his creation. And what does the Father want to say to you and me today and every day of, his, of our life and wants us to take it away as we go? Three letters. Three letters. I'm gonna offer up three letters for each and every one of us. Write them down somewhere. Back at it. Put it on the mirror when you brush your teeth. When mom and dad tell you to brush your teeth in the evening, you can look at the letters. Maybe buy your coffee pot in the morning to kind of remind you. Computer station at work, whatever. Three letters. L-T-H. You see the screen? Okay. You got it. Listen to him. That's the message of our father today. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. The deacon took the book of the Gospels. Not as a parade, not as a performance, but to call our attention to say, he's gonna speak to you, Jesus loves you, he's got a message for you. He's inviting you up that mountaintop experience here at mass. It's hard. It wasn't easy for them to climb. They had to listen to him, they didn't always see him going up that mountain. And after that mountaintop experience, what happened when the father spoke and the father said, listen to him? They were afraid, they fell down, they were before the awesomeness of God. And what did Jesus do? What he wants to do to you and me, said he approached them. And he touched them, and he said, rise. Do not be afraid. Rise from this mountaintop experience. You're gonna have to go back down the mountain. We're all gonna go have to go back into our daily lives. They had to come back down to the mountain, at the bottom of the mountain, the apostles were trying to cast out a demon. And Jesus said the only thing that's gonna do that is prayer and fasting life is challenging but that mountaintop experience jesus wants to prepare our heart for the scandal of the cross that we may experience he was trying to prepare the hearts of those apostles for the scandal of the cross to know that it doesn't end with the cross and the difficulties and the struggles but we're going somewhere We're going somewhere greater where our lives eventually will be transfigured. Our bodies will be glorified. We will be walking with the Lord. We will see him coming on the clouds. And the message for us on our journey is simple. Listen to him. Break open his living word every day, even if it's just a verse in the Bible let him speak to you and listen to him. In the silence of a morning with a sunrise, in your home over a cup of coffee, looking at God's creation, let him speak to you and listen to him. In a brief visit, coming home from work, where you're like, there's a church or another church, or it's maybe a church that I don't go to, I'm a little further away from my church, and you stop in and you make a quick five minute visit, just to sit in silence. Listen to him. I want to share with you a story that I heard from a priest on, you can look it up on YouTube. (laughs) It's called The Power of One Hail Mary. Okay, The power of prayer. But in particular the Hail Mary which is a scriptural based prayer. Hail Mary full of grace. St. Gabriel, the archangel, said that to Mary. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, Elizabeth said to her cousin when she came to visit her. Scripturally based. And Mary, think of all the people we can ask in our life who are walking with us to pray for us. There's no greater person to go to to ask for prayers than Jesus' mom. She'll take our prayers to her son. So here's the story, and it's a beautiful story. It's a personal story of somebody. This priest is talking about a friend of his who would like to go out. He goes out and runs, and he's running. And one afternoon, he's running, and he's running in a neighborhood that he always runs in. And as he's running, he's running by, and he sees an ambulance. And in his heart, he sends a tug of the Holy Spirit, a tug to go do something good. Go help him. Go see what you can do. Then he's like, but I'm not a doctor. This is a conversation going in his heart at rapid speed while he's running in the midst of his activity. Go help him. I don't know what to do, I'm not a doctor, I'm not that. So you know what he decided to do? He decided to keep running. And he ran by the ambulance. But he listened to him. The Holy Spirit speaking to him and he said, I will pray one Hail Mary for that person. Don't know him, never met him, but I will pray that they will be okay. So he prayed a Hail Mary while he was running. Saw someone in need, offered a prayer, continued to run. Two weeks later, he goes running by the same house. A lady comes running out and says, Hey, you, yeah, you running. And he goes, Me? I need to talk to you. He went over to her and she said, You know, I was in the hospital two weeks ago and I was about ready to die. And whether you want to believe this or not, I'm going to tell you. Jesus appeared to me and he held out his hand. And your face was on his hand. Your face was on his hand. He had never met the woman before, ever. She had an experience that we could either doubt or say, well, that's whatever, but it was a powerful experience for her. It was real. And she saw Jesus and Jesus held his hand and his face was on Jesus' hand. The power of praying for somebody in need we don't even know. That's a simple story, example of someone who listened to him. L-T-H. How might I listen to him this week? Imagine your world. What I do not know is I do not know and there's no way for me to know how the Holy Spirit may want to speak to your heart this week. I don't know. But what I do know is the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart this week. And it may come in a moment when you're not immersed in prayer. It may come when you rise and you go down to the coffee pot and he speaks to you to offer your spouse that first cup of coffee. His voice may come to you when you're in the midst of thinking of your last week or two. Sorry, young people, of vacation in the summer. It's coming to a close. Max it out but the Holy Spirit may speak to you and you remember, listen to him when you come in the house and you may decide to help your parents set the table for the dinner or to do your chore. Listen to him. It may come to you as a young adult who just moved into town, who's wanting to meet some people and you find you're here, right here, right now at St. Gabriel's at the nine o'clock mass and you don't know anybody and you're gonna to listen to him and say, I'm new. They have a gathering of new people after mass. Today, it's happening, ten fifteen, Coffee, donuts, all that, new people, go. I'm supposed to make that announcement at the end, but I'm making it now. I'll make it again too. Listen to him calling you to go meet some people. It may be that you're, you're a senior and you've been here for years and you're, you're, you're longing, your spouse has gone to that eternal encounter and you're longing to meet some new friends, to expand your horizons and maybe you listen to him because you open up that bulletin and you see that there's a Genesis to Jesus Bible study and you get the courage to maybe listen to him and say, you know what, I'm gonna sign up for that, I can go, it's at 9.30 or so in the morning, hopefully, 9.30 at 9, something like that, right? David's shaking his head, it's like nine, thumbs up, right? I'll go and I'll get a cup of coffee and I'll do a Bible study with others. Maybe for you as a parent holding those little ones amidst the activity of every week with their needs and speaking to you and you listen to him in your children who through their voice ask for a cup of cold water or something to eat. Listen to him. Because he said, anybody who gives so much as a cup of cold water to a disciple of mine will not lose their reward. So thank you to your parents, you parents who listen to him speaking to you through your children. My brothers and sisters Christ, as we continue this Eucharist experience, as we continue this mountaintop experience, let us set our eyes on Jesus who approaches us, desires to touch us, invites us to rise and to not be afraid. This week, may we listen to him.